This message comes from NPR sponsor Grammarly. Get to the point faster and accomplish more with Grammarly. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcasts to sign up for a free account. And when you're ready to upgrade to Grammarly Premium, get 20% off for being an NPR listener. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcasts. Hey everybody, this is Lisa Nancy with Big Blend Radio, and today we're out on a boardwalk overlooking a swamp and an old growth forest all at the same time. We are at Asbury Woods. I keep wanting to say Asbury Park. It's Bruce Springsteen, man. I swear it is. I'm with Jennifer Ferrara, and you're the executive director of this. It's like a giant park. How many acres is this? Yeah, so Asbury Woods is 205 acres, Mm -hmm. and it's spread out on two parcels on either side of Asbury Roads in Erie, Pennsylvania. So right now, it really is true. We've got the old growth forest. We've got the the swamp, or we should say wetland here, right? Yes, yeah. And then just... Up the little pathway here, you've got a meadow. Yeah, it's amazing how much um, diversity of habitat is packed into these 200 acres. You know, we do, and then we have um, some trails, and some of our property goes through the Walnut Creek watershed. Mm-hmm. So there really is a lot of diversity of habitat um, that you can experience in, in these 200 acres. Is it mostly children that come out, or students, or? Are you getting everybody of all ages? You know, people of all ages. As we were standing here, we saw a family with a little toddler, you Mm -hmm. know, and I see, you know, elderly people coming out and using our boardwalk as a safe place to get outside and in the woods without having to worry about tripping hazards. Mm -hmm. So we get all ages doing all kinds of outdoor recreation on our property. And this part, um, so like you're saying, there's two split sides. Mm -hmm. So this part is where you have your educational center, too. Yeah, so on this parcel of our property, which is about 50 acres, we have an incredible nature center. Mm. Um, that we use for the a bunch of our community programming, our school programming. We also have picnic shelters. Mm. We have a working sugar shack. We have a low ropes course that is a great team building um, addition that we added just within the last couple of months. Wow. So, wow. And the boardwalk is something brand new, which is really cool. I think you get to go for a walk in the woods and moms can take strollers with kids. And it's a nice wide boardwalk. Too. It is. So we replaced important, right? we replaced yeah. an mm-hmm. old one that was mm-hmm. here that was a lot narrower. Yeah. Um, the ramps mm-hmm. were a little steeper. It didn't have handrails. So we were really committed to doing one that would be accessible for anyone who has any kind of mobility issues. We widened it, added the handrails, and it opened in December of 2019. Cool. Now, is it going to be open in the winter, too? Oh, yeah. We're year-round here at Asbury Woods. Cool. <laughs> we yeah, encourage you guys have four real seasons. <laughs> We certainly do. Mm -hmm. You know, and we try and really highlight those seasons year-round with different festivals and events that we Mm -hmm. do and encouraging people to get outside and enjoy Mm -hmm. the outdoors no matter what the weather is. Um, There's something to appreciate. And I just love watching different parts of the property as it changes through Mm -hmm. the seasons. I mean, it's really fascinating to... um, to see the change and to and take the time to notice those She's things. She's got a cool office. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. she does. <laughs> now, I think the change of seasons, especially for us coming from the west, I, we have. I don't think we've ever really seen it. 
like go through the process of it. The whole, the yeah, whole the change. whole four seasons, yeah. 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 No, it's pretty out here, and you can yeah. see that fall's starting to peek through. You know. You know, it's just a little bit, and mm. it's it's so funny. People will always say it. It's this little shift, and you, you mostly mm. feel it early in the mornings to start. That and little, people have this little shift. You're mm. like falls in the air yeah you can coming. feel it in the air yeah. in the temperatures and the barometer the clouds it's just this little mm. you know nudge towards fall exactly <laughs> exactly but at the same time you've got things like all the milkweeds in bloom i love the one part of the meadow here where we are where there's all the wildflowers so as part of this also teaching people what native plants are yeah we have a lot of educational programs that talk about you know why it's important to preserve and protect native species mm. um, native native um, you know mm. habitat for native animals Absolutely. Um, mm. and we just want to you know foster that appreciation now some people their appreciation is coming and taking a walk in the woods mm-hmm. they may not know the the names of the species or anything they're seeing but they understand you know how peaceful and how joyful it is to be out in the mm. woods other people come here because they want to study the diversity of the plants they want to study the diversity of the birds that visit you know so we try and meet people wherever they are on that spectrum mm. and say this is a place to come in and enjoy the outdoors and geology too right you were saying that earlier that geology is a deal yeah it's really interesting having our property go through the walnut creek watershed and the layers of sediment that you can Mm -hmm. view right there as you stand in the creek Um, and so we do have some school lessons around geology we do some community programs that are geology hikes so people you know okay you could take from just going for a walk where you're wading through the creek to well wait a minute what am i really looking at here yeah Yeah. and bees. Let's bees. talk about the bees. <laughs> this is the coolest thing in the nature is there. Okay. You got sea frogs, turtles, yeah. you know, so you show the different species that are like native to the area. Mm-hmm. But then you've got the bees. You see them coming into mm-hmm. their little bee, their bee shed. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's their bee shed. Yeah. But there's a it's hive, cute. but you can see them come from the outside. Yeah from the garden, mm-hmm. which is also a monarch way station. Right, yes. Yeah, so, I mean, we have several hive beehives on the property outside, but of course, unless you're a beekeeper who's all suited up and knows what you're doing, you never get to see the inner mm-hmm. workings of the hive. So, in the Nature Center is an observational hive where you get to see the interaction in the hive as mm-hmm. um, you know all the different cells and the honey is being produced and the bees are flying in and out of the hive. And what's really cool is, you know, once or twice a year suddenly we'll notice the hive is empty and oh, wow. they've swarmed oh you know and so you get to see that process and usually we mm-hmm. our, our beekeeper will find the swarm in one of the trees so it's just oh. really cool to see the process wow. up, up front and close instead of locked in beehives where you're like oh i don't want to go near there <laughs> yeah wow. that's wild huh that i you know to me it was just really cool to check out I love that, you know, you're emphasizing pollinators like bees, mm-hmm. monarchs. Um, obviously, you've got a bird station, too. Mm-hmm. So we're seeing birds are all over, right? Yes. Yeah. So I like that. I know that this region, you have over 300 species of birds, I think. Yeah, it is quite a destination, our region, with, mm-hmm. um, you know, nice. with Presque Isle being just down the road from mm-hmm. us and being such um, a destination <laughs> for birders and bird watching. Um, you know we're really close to that and then we do get some people who come because they know with with the different habitats we have they're going to see some species they might not see at the at Presque Isle. Yeah you've got a lot of forest you know which is really Mm -hmm. cool and then um, let's talk about the forest because that ties into the history of this property and schools right but this really comes from you know a mill industry. It's yeah so paper mill. Yeah yeah, the um, 
one of sort of the industrialists of Erie's history was two brothers um, with the last name of Barron, and they co-started a paper company, Hammer Mill Paper Company. And one of the brothers, Otto Barron, originally owned all of this property. It was sort of his hobby farm and his getaway, you know, outside of the city. Very cool. Um, so when upon his death, he donated the all the property to Mill Creek Township School District. Mm. Now, he had had a history of donating property to the, to the school district. He had previously donated some of his property that's attached to this parcel for a school. Um, so upon his death, he donated it in 1957. And if you read his will, it says for educational and recreational purposes. And I'm really, it just gets me so excited that to this day, you know, even though that the ownership has changed, it's now owned by the nonprofit Asbury mm-hmm. Woods Partnership. Um, our mission statement still uses those words: mm-hmm. educational and recreational purposes. So mm-hmm. we're still caring for that legacy of Otto Barron, and all around us on the property, you see the legacy of trees he planted mm-hmm. um, that he was sort of experimenting <laughs> for his paper mill. So this was really owned by the schools for a long time. It was owned by the schools from 1957. Um, to 2016. And then in 2016, um, a nonprofit that had formed to support Asbury Woods, the Friends of Asbury Woods, um, they did a fundraising campaign to purchase it and preserve it. I mean, mm-hmm. let's be honest, you know, nature centers and, and wildlife conservation and land conservation mm-hmm. isn't a school district's natural yeah. niche. It's, it's yeah. interesting so. because <laughs> the, the uh, mansion at the uh, Hagen House History Center, the Watson Curtsy. 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 Uh, mansion that was also owned by the school district. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point, at one point yeah. that, different school districts. That was the Erie okay. School District. Um, but this it's just was a different owned thing. by the yeah. Mill Creek School District. But yeah, yeah, That's, I, I've never heard of. I don't. Who gives this is a whole different thing. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. You're right. It yeah, is. It is a little odd. Un- yeah, mm. um, it's it's unique. It's the way. I mean, that's they probably at that time in history. We're thinking education and, you know, that kind of thing. Well, funding so. education. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they probably had the, they figured they'd have the capacity to maintain it, um, you know, but for educational purposes. What's it like for kids to come here? Like, the first thing, as soon as you get out of the car, I'm like, oh, we're in heaven land. This yes. is magic land. Can I spend the day? <laughs> um, then we saw the, uh, you have the gazebo with the roof garden, and then you've got the center itself which is all like a massive roof garden, which is super cool to check out. Uh-huh. What is what is it like when you see kids come here for the first time and get to get out in nature? Yeah, I mean, it's just that sense of awe, yeah. which to me is just amazing. And I, I mean, I hope that when adults come, they have that same feeling. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what places like mm-hmm. Asbury Woods and, and parks can do for us is that we can all tap into that awe yeah. that we mm-hmm. felt as children and that wonder, mm-hmm. um, you know, feeling part of something bigger than ourselves mm. and kids they display it right out there yeah. do you see it yeah. <laughs> it's like well wow. yeah you don't always, have to run adults maybe yeah. don't put it out there and display it but I, I feel like that's why people in their souls know places like this are important because they mm-hmm. feel that when they come places and and get out in nature and in the woods and, and that take would the be time. cool if adults got out of the car and like Oh, oh, look at this. And they start. I kind of get like that. And that's the thing. So what is it? Because you think about society's shift now, this this year, especially with COVID. I know that you had to like not do the same amount of programs Mm -hmm. and you went online and you've got a lot of Mm -hmm. online resources that rock. So everybody just to get started, if you're not in Pennsylvania this year, check it out and then make plans Mm -hmm. to come. Um, 
but for parents, a lot of them are homeschooling, and mm -hmm. so you've got those kind of resources. But what about parents? I mean, suddenly, like, oh, you know, I've been a city girl all my life. Now, <laughs> you know, moved out into the country, kind of thing. Now, what am I going to do with my kids? Any, you know, tips for parents getting their kids out of nature who may not be a nature parent? Yeah, you know, I think the biggest tip is take the cue from your kid. Mm -hmm. You know, they want to sometimes it's so fun to let the kids lead and say hey can we explore that trail mm. absolutely let the kids be the guide a little bit because it comes natural to them it's yeah. natural to them to be outside and feel free and get dirty and and mm. wonder what that plan is or wonder what that bug is i mean that comes natural that curiosity to children so mm. i think letting the kids lead um, we do have some tips on our website as well. I think mm -hmm. it's 50 ways. And actually, I think one of our first virtual visits this spring, knowing that parents were in that situation, um, reflected that. And it talks about ways that you can enjoy and experience nature with your kid. Mm. Um, Picnics are good. Yeah. Sometimes it's just sitting down. Yeah. Sometimes it's maybe not being rush, rush, rush. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sitting down and watching it all go by and appreciate mm -hmm. it. Uh -huh. mm. So watching yeah, lots the stars, of stars. You know, <laughs> watching clouds. You know, that's really look at that shape. That's yeah. a dragon in the sky. That's right. Yeah, yeah. You letting know? that imagination mm -hmm. kind of lead. But yeah, we do. We offer the and of course, you know, when people do come here, we have lots of public programs that are led by our mm -hmm. education staff, and so that's sort of a great. Well, it's geared towards learning for the kids. Mm -hmm. I think that the parents are sort of, it's modeling for the parents yeah. too, mm -hmm. ways that they can replicate these kind of experiences with their children on their own, you know, on their own as well. Well, you know, what's interesting is uh, we have friends who have a campground, was well, they had cabins, very historic place. You know, these cabins date back to the 1800s from his family. It's a very cool, cool spot. Um, and so they started doing these glamping cabin-y mm -hmm. kind of things. I mean, it had margarita makers and everything, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> but she, I know. And she said that the cabins and then the glamping, and then they have actual campgrounds and state parks and everything around them. And she said it went from the cabin to the moms going, okay, it's all about the bathroom. Oh, right? yeah. Don't, don't forget, yeah, yeah. it's about yeah, the bathroom right. and the food <laughs> to the glamping. And then from the glamping to the actual camping. So there's these stages. Yeah, of comfort level. Yes. As comfort and for level. the kids, too, mm -hmm. because sure. if the kids haven't had that experience there's that yeah yeah there's a progression of, of mm -hmm. raising your comfort level yeah um i've had people ask me again it's 200 acres which you know in the middle of a suburban setting is fairly significant yeah i think so but i've had people say well i'm I, i'm not comfortable and these are adults i'm not comfortable mm. what if i get lost how will i know where to go what to do and I remind them that this is a really safe place to explore that way mm. because we are in the middle of suburbia. This is not a deep, dark national you're forest not, with thousands and thousands of acres. You're not going backpacking for no. 10 years. If yeah. you mm. get off trail or get lost, pick a direction and you're going to run into a road or a neighborhood. Like, this is a great way to raise work. your comfort mm. level. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or you can just go, help. Yes. <laughs> right. You are not... You know, I, I've told that lesson to my son. Um, my family has a cabin near the Allegheny National Forest. Okay. And, you know, my sons are used mm -hmm. to the outdoors, but we, my older son and I were, were doing a little hike. And he's like, you know, Mom, I think if we go that way, we're going to end back up in the parking lot. I said, Anthony, I think your instincts are right. My sense of direction tells us that is that would take us exactly where you think it is. I said, but... 
take a minute and think about this. Mm. This is, we're surrounded by thousands of acres mm. of forest. We are going to go back exactly the way we came mm. with all the landmarks that we noted along the way and be safe and smart about this. Yeah. You know, because that's what you have to do in those situations. You come here. Yeah. You're going to be yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to yeah. find a neighbor or a road. Yeah. See, now that's it's a very safe way to Nancy does to me. She's like, let's go explore. back to where we came. And I'm like, no, 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 I swear. <laughs> I know, I know, I swear. We've yeah. ended up in different countries. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. And mm-hmm. I'm not kidding. And, and getting out and not knowing what road we're on, right. what country we're in. Yeah. And, being oh, picked like up by the, farmers. And then I like the name of this road, so let's, let's go do down. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, if you're the conversations my son and I had, so we didn't come prepared for. Yeah, exactly. We are yeah. doing like we came prepared for an hour hike or something. Yeah. We didn't. We don't have. We didn't have food, food water, water all yeah. change stuff. of clothes, rain gear. So you know, yeah. I think sometimes it's important to have those conversations and mm-hmm. lessons with kids, yeah. yep. so that they learn it's good to get out and explore, but. Think about what your intent was that day, what you came prepared for. Calculated risk. Yes. Yeah. 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 And I think nature really does teach you life lessons. Absolutely. You know, it does get your core about decision making. And so that's what I think. So all ages here. Sure. All mobility yep. levels. Yep, absolutely. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's really awesome. This boardwalk then, provides a great way for people um, to so still get out in nature. Programming for the rest of the year, what do you think it's going to look like? So we are, we've been carrying on with some amount of programming since June. Um, based on the seasons and the weather, we've still been able to do that all outdoors. Um, we intend to carry on with, with programming with as much outdoor focus as we can. Mm-hmm. Um, when we do have to do things indoors, we, we certainly are following safety precautions like smaller groups and spreading out mm-hmm. and cleaning and disinfecting but I think we are really lucky because we were so outdoor based anyways Mm -hmm. and so many Mm. other options have been canceled or not available for people so we have seen an incredible response to the programs that we're doing um, because people they need something to do they they Mm -hmm. they're looking for those experiences and those connections um, so yeah, mm-hmm. we're carrying on. Um, everything's a little different and a little it, modified for everybody <laughs> everywhere around the world. Yep. But so, this is good, healthy fun. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. The worst case scenario is come out and take a walk. Yeah. I mean, our trails mm-hmm. um, have remained. You know, we haven't closed mm-hmm. our trails a single day of this. They're open dawn to dusk for free every single day of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, we have for people who maybe aren't as comfortable and say what do I do I don't know just take a walk what do I do we also have on our website some suggestions for some self-guided activities Mm -hmm. um, that some are like QR codes that we have around the property that you can you know get some information we have um, a compass course that you can do if you want to you that's know, do some orienteering. <laughs> well, but you know what? It's that's, that's a, really a really big deal idea. because we're so GPS mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we mm-hmm. actually on the tour have not used GPS until summer this year. Yeah. And I was forced into it because I got lost in Lubbock. Okay. <laughs> that's like, a ring to it. That's like know, a movie. It was lost, like, lost in Lubbock. Lubbock. <laughs> I know. Kind of, that's kind of the like, way. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. And we were really on a on a time crunch, and it was like crucial we get where we were getting. And so I was like, ah. So now we you know use. Jane, that's her name, yeah. you know, Jane yeah, right. says. <laughs> anyway, it's a crazy thing. But as soon as we started using her and leaning in and more and more on it, you start to not really know 
your surroundings. Mm -hmm. You're just going by left, right, straight, left, sure. right, and you forget what's north, south, east, west. Mm -hmm. You forget, like, mm -hmm. you don't understand the layout of the land of a place. Yeah, right. So I think and you don't this orienteering is, and learning compass skills yeah. is huge. It is. And, you know, we um, try to do, yes, I mean, we have, we, we talk a lot about conservation and, and environmental um, issues, but we try and also do a lot of things around just outdoor recreation and getting people comfortable in outdoor mm -hmm. settings and in nature mm -hmm. settings and I think you know I think you can do to raise your comfort level like knowing how to use a compass exactly um, we mm -hmm. have geocaches all over the property again oh, cool. gives a good gives, oh I saw a, that you a, did the mm -hmm. Pokemon thing oh yeah we have there's <laughs> like I, I guess it's still a popular thing but like apparently on the property there's some really cool i don't understand the game but some pokemon and something animals rewards i'm not really sure how it works but <laughs> if you pokemon, apparently if you pass certain areas but i don't really know how that works but yeah awesome. but anyways those are great self-guided sort of things that people can do if they don't feel comfortable coming mm -hmm. to a group program there's some self-guided activities they can do on the property awesome and christmas you got christmas coming up yeah, well, it seems far away now, but it will be here before we know it. We do a wonderful winter festival called Winter Wonderland, and we put lights on the boardwalk nice. and See, I lights do in this. the trees. Yeah. And Twink I love twinkly yes. lights. Yes. And, you know, again, there's so many families who that's their part of their holiday tradition sure. is getting all bundled up mm -hmm. and taking a walk on the boardwalk mm -hmm. and seeing the lights and a lot of times mm -hmm. those things are sort of gateways for people maybe they come to an event like that and that's their first mm -hmm. experience with us and then they come back for more and more um so the the christmas the i mean the holiday season the winter season what about um your sugar shack is that the time frame i mean when does when does the sugar making yeah happen? sure <laughs> that's our first sugar shack okay so and i want to come back and make sugar yeah you want to know when the yeah. air smells like maple syrup yeah, yes that, yeah. when, when does that happen so, good you know that is all nature dependent it is based on a weather pattern um mm -hmm. So, you know, we will tap our trees and it's typically going to be February or, or early March. Okay. But what gets the sap running is all based on weather and temperature patterns and t really mm. temperature differentials. So we're, it's going to be colder at night and then warm during the day to get all the sap flowing through the tree. So mm. it, it is, it's a, it's a very specific cool. temperature variation. Uh -huh. And so it, you know, we can't say this is the day we do it every year. Yeah. <laughs> it's watching what the weather patterns are looking like. But that teaches everybody. Yes, it's a it's an incredible lesson, mm -hmm. um, and it's it's you know in some years, it's a couple days that the sap's running. You know, days where it seems like we flip a switch from winter to spring quickly, we might get a really low sap collection mm -hmm. year. Days where it feels like winter is dragging into spring forever. <laughs> well, we though, and there's bigger temperate temperature differentials over a longer period of time. Um, we'll get a season where the sap is flowing more days, and we can collect more. Um, cool. And we take it in the sugar shack, and we have an evaporator where we boil off um, all the water, and and are left with with the sugary maple syrup. Awesome. Yeah. And the air smells wonderful. This is yeah. cool. Yeah. Well, I love this because, you know, when you think about winter here, everyone's mm. like, 
Oh my gosh, it's so cold. But everyone we've talked to has said like winter is a magical time here. It's, it's cold. Just wear the right clothes. Yeah. yeah. You just have to embrace it. So hmm. like yeah. we do in the winter, we rent snowshoes and we rent cross country cool. skis. Hmm. Great way for people to give it a try. You know, maybe yeah. they're like, I've never tried that before. We also do lessons. So if you want some guidance, mm-hmm. we do lessons on using your snowshoes and cross-country skis all winter long. I think that's cool. So, yeah. I mean, you are right close mm-hmm. to Canada. So I mean, we're at the top here. Mm-hmm. Yep, we're at we the are. top of the country. Yes. <laughs> here in Lake we're Erie. We're on the border. <laughs> well, say Lake Erie. Well, at least around the corner from you, Lake Erie. But we're in Erie, Pennsylvania. What's the website for everyone to connect with? You? So it's asburywoods.org. Asburywoods.org. Not park woods because into the woods we must go yes yeah that's right so it's funny i was actually just in new jersey recently and um was in asbury park (laughs) um yeah it was on the shore it was different it's not like your your no it's not like here it's 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 much more urban okay (laughs) more populated come to the woods it's a little different come to the woods (laughs) oh last question um how do you get your financial support? How can people sure. be part of it? Yeah. Well, you know, we have a lot of different ways that people mm-hmm. um, get involved and support Asbury Woods. Obviously, when people come to some of our programs mm-hmm. and, and events and festivals and things like that, um, their fees help support um, yeah. and maintain the the organization. We also are very lucky to have a lot of individuals and businesses who make donations to us on mm-hmm. a yearly basis, nice. which are so important for us to be able to um, you know, 200 acres doesn't maintain itself. It doesn't. It's, yeah, um, it take it takes a lot of work and upkeep, and we're very lucky to be supported by a lot of volunteers too. We have mm-hmm. volunteers who come and do trail maintenance for us almost every day. Volunteers who come nice. and do weeding in the gardens. Mm-hmm. Um, so Amazing. we have a lot of support to keep this, um, you know, for the community and for visitors. But yeah, donations are. Are a critical part of, of how we can do this. So, asburywoods.org, everyone. Yeah, Thanks thank so you. much thank for you. spending time and taking mm-hmm. us out into the woods and swamps and gardens. Absolutely. Yeah. And Thanks the sugar visiting. shack. <laughs> and the sugar shack. We have to come back for the sugar shack. Okay. <laughs> Maybe it's the time of day Maybe it's the time of day 
light Blame it on the air I'm breathing But I couldn't feel more right I'm loving the land. I'm just loving the land. I'm loving the land. I'm just loving the land. Afternoon light on a simple corner lot in a humble. Just loving the land 